everybody. Welcome to Common Ground. I'm Leanna. I'm Raj. And today we're very excited to be hosting another guest, our second guest ever on Common Ground. We're talking with Mo Perilla, poet, advocate, and entrepreneur uh, based in Charlotte, North Carolina. She writes, performs, and has founded an advocacy-based brand called Solidarity and Company. She's originally from New Bern, North Carolina, a small coastal city, and channels her humble beginnings into powerful poetry pieces that explore an array of social issues and life experience. Welcome to the show, Mo. We're so happy to have you. And please um, tell us a little more about yourself. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, I think that was a very justifying introduction. Uh, I am Mo Perella originally from New Bern, North Carolina, currently living in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we're here, I study, I'm a, a student at Central Piedmont Community College. Uh, and there I've received like several accolades because I'm kind of a, a nerd. Um, yes, <laughs> you love nerds. Yes. <laughs> um, so added to, to those things that you, you uh, mentioned, I also wanted to discuss that I am a scholar uh, and that's a part of what keeps me so busy nowadays. Mm, that's incredible. Yeah. What are um, all the, um, if you don't mind me asking, what are all the things that you are studying currently? <laughs> okay, so that's a great question. Um, I'm currently, studying uh, myth and human culture. Um, and so learning about how some of the uh, myths that are common in like popular culture are also very similar to myths in like smaller civilizations or, or cultures all around the world. So you find those commonalities and kind of dive a little bit deeper into them. Um, and then my favorite subject right now is African-American literature. Um, I'm getting to dissect some poems that uh, I may have read before, but I wasn't able to like share my interpretation. And so that's fun. Um, and then I have Intro to Global Communication, which is an ode to Solidarity and Co. And I'm really just getting like, yeah, Mo, you, you are uh, communicating well with cultural sensitivity and learning more about why that's important and how that's effective uh, in building, in like community building, uh, relationship building and business building. So um, that's another one of my favorites. Uh, outside of that, I did not expect to enjoy geography so much. So shout out to Professor B. Um, <laughs> but I'm really enjoying learning about like what, first of all, like what geographers do and then also like how it's relevant, right? Outside of just like Google Maps or knowing where a mountain is and how rain works, right? Like knowing like how they use that in um, studying humans and like life and maybe even architecture. So I think Liana knows, uh, and I'll share with you Miraj, that in the future, I would like to go on from community college to study architecture as well as political science or international affairs. Amazing. And so this is where all of this work is, is culminating to. Amazing. And 
that is like such a buildup. Like you're doing all, all the work to get yes. there. Like that's, you really honestly don't see that. Like it, I know when I was in high school planning to go to college, I was like, I'll just choose something that feels nice. <laughs> so I wasn't putting a lot of work into what the end goal was. So it just seems like you have a really nice path that you, you've put yourself on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you mentioned in the intro, Liana, that mm -hmm. I come from humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of that is influenced by coming from a disadvantaged community a uh, New Bern, even though it's a beautiful riverfront city, is also uh, very conscious about preserving the colonial history, um, mm -hmm. while a lot of the African-American history was not so well pre preserved. And wow. so with that being said, it kind of exposed me that like there is... Um, like being in a tourist heavy city, yeah. you kind of get exposed to the fact that like the world is bigger than the small town of New Bern. Yeah. Um, and then the history of, you know, the colonial structures and then the structures in these dis disadvantaged communities, um, you know, it kind of like just makes me think like, how could we do this differently mm -hmm. um, and more effectively for people who need it um, and not just people who like to look at it, you know? Yes. yes. So that's kind of, you know, that in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, that's incredible. Yeah. So like yeah. recently I went back to New Bern. We have our annual thing called Mum Fest. And um, there was like beautiful mums everywhere. It's on the riverfront. I think I shared, I may have shared a reel uh, from it. But yeah, it also like, re like surged the the desire in my heart and in my spirit to like do something you know mm -hmm. so i go home and then i come back to charlotte with like all the energy of the ancestors you know and it's mm -hmm. like i am going to do this um despite the challenges adversities mm -hmm. whatever um yeah I'm, I'm sticking to it that's amazing so i take it then you still have family that lives in new Bern that you go and see yeah, my mom lives there, who's like my favorite person in the world. Um, oh, well, I don't know that maybe she may be rivaled against my grandmother, who also <laughs> lives there. And so I often have to pick between like, whose house am I going to first? <laughs> Grandma usually wins, though, just because, you know. Um, but yeah, I think there are a lot of my driving force here. Um, and then it's like so great to get to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. um, and just to like, I really just cherish like still having my grandmother here yeah. um, and still like channeling from the things that she taught me as a kid. Mm -hmm. Even a lot of my advocacy comes from the fact that like, you know, my grandmother, um, you know, didn't have all of these opportunities and she lived in this Jim Crow South. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think about this like the way that she would have been treated and how things would have were were different for her right. um, and so that is a lot of my intention to kind of try to do what i can to push for a, a better path um mm -hmm. and, and also remind people of the history of like what has happened and i also like use that history to like channel the energy. It's like these people who accomplished things in the past were doing it despite 
adversity, but like on 10 times, you know? And for me, it's a little bit easier to just walk in the room and be like, hey, I'm black, I'm queer, I am living my best life. And I know, (laughs) you know, that was not the case um, for for my grandmother when, and and some of, you know, uh, others uh, who were in her same age group, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it's it's so interesting, you know, how it, it comes back to family for for a lot of people. Like it's like you do a lot of what you do for your family. Um, and it's it's you know, sometimes it's hard to look back at, at what you've come from and where you've come from. Um, and and then you realize, like, through all those difficulties, there's been so much growth and learning. Um, it's still been hard and it's not, you know, it's not easy and it's not okay. Um, but there's still like so much growth happening along the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of growth, like, uh, I feel very much like now I'm in this season and I, and I shared when I was sharing this post, like, I feel like I'm in this period now where I let go of a lot of things that were, tied to Newburn or tied to my family, um, tied to even like limited limiting beliefs about myself. And in this season, I feel like I'm finally like receiving some of those, uh, uh, like I'm just open to receive some of the things that I was dreaming. And I didn't really know that it would require me to let go of so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has been tough, but you know, on the other side of it, the blessings, I'll say, are like, what? Like, me? No. Like, do y'all know I come from, like, you know, because I'm in Charlotte. So it's like, I guess a lot of people assume, like, you're in the city, you've just been in the city, you know? This is not the case. Um, I dreamed of living in Charlotte. you know, I wanted something more for myself. So not only is Charlotte a dream turning into reality, um, but, you know, I'm here working on turning even more of my dreams into reality. And like, I often say, like, I wish I was lying, you know, because it's just like, (laughs) this is really happening. Um, And I think that's what happens when you kind of let go of some of those you know, beliefs and attachment to mm-hmm. family and what other people want for you or may have wanted for you. Um, and I, I, I really think that's been a huge part of my journey. Um, even my lock journey was me just saying, mm-hmm. hey, I am going to do what I want with my hair, mm-hmm. um, finally, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was in 2016. Okay. Um, and I feel like everything since then has been progressively like, uh, me just like tapping more into who I truly am, who I've always been, mm-hmm. but was afraid to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a poem. Okay. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Yeah. A true poet. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to something that you said just briefly. You said, you know, now I feel comfortable walking into a room and saying, like, I'm black and I'm queer. What do you think was the driving force of that? Like, was it the confidence of your grandma, the confidence from your mother, or was it just you like peeling layers of yourself and saying like, I am who I am, either you're with me or you're not. Like, cause I do think it is um, 
see hearing it in your voice and I'm able to see you, you have this confidence when you say it, but I know it's still a struggle for a lot of people to have that voice. And how do you get that voice? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, and I really don't have like a succinct answer, you know, it's been a journey and it's been a lot of things, but I think, and I hate to bring everything back to grandma, right? But (laughs) when I was coming out, I sat on my grandmother's floor and I I spilled my heart out, uh, my soul, my spirit, you know, I just like let her know, like, this doesn't define me. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, is me, you know, and there's not much I can do about it, Granny. And hopefully you'll still love me. And she's did and she does, you know. I joke with my other like my cousins, I'm like, I'm clearly her favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, I love all of y'all the same. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> I, tell them that, right? I love the eye roll. You're like, Yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. So um, but once I told her. I re- it really gave me the courage to tell the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I, I say this oftentimes, there's Andre 3000, there's a song where he's just like, grandmama and them ain't never forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's like about being my authentic self, the same person that I am with my grandma. Um, and then that character of like doing things that, I wouldn't be ashamed to do in front of my grandma. Mm -hmm. Um, The integrity of like doing things that make my grandmother proud. So yeah, for me, it was just once I told her and she loved me, then I I didn't really, I wasn't so much concerned with what other people uh, felt or thought, right? Mm -hmm. But I took that um, heavy at, at first, it was hard to be in high school, be in a small town, um, and then like fall in love and do all the things that young girls do, right? Because I'm a girl's girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always dressed as, as feminine, you know, presented myself as feminine, but I'm also like tough in my relationship. I'm more of like the dominant character and whatever, whatever, right? So it's just like, I have to uh, own who I am and, if I don't tell my story, my perspective, no one else can. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize that by sharing my story and being confident, being like bold enough, right? That like other people would feel that way too. And I started to see it right there in my hometown. Like, I feel like it gave my little sister the confidence to like live in her truth and she's masculine presenting. Um, I think it gave, you know, other women around us, like young adults at that time, like the confidence to just be like, yeah, Mo, me too. Like, and mm-hmm. they, you know, I don't, it's a very thankless job, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I could see it, right? My, my yeah. eyes are, and my spirit are tuned. Um, and it, you know, it's a thing where I, I don't need to take credit for it. I. I'm happy for them and for other people. And I want this for other people. I want other people to be able to come into a room with Mirage and Liana and be like, I have a great spirit mm-hmm. and I'm also a black and queer person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in academia right now, it's like 
I want more black lesbian representation. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like those older feminists like Audre Lorde and uh, Angela Davis, right? That people are always like leading to, but we're here now doing the work mm-hmm. um, and learning about them and hopefully being, we'll be able to make change in the future that is as long lasting as Angela Davis's and Audre Lorde's. So I want people, more people to tap into that. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking on that note, I know you already shared a lot about, you know, all that you're studying and working on and what an incredible list, but is there any specific project or ideas that you're working with right now that you want to share and that you're excited about? Um, There are a few things. So the first um, would be Model UN. Uh, This is like a mock uh, United Nations group. So hopefully we'll we'll get to travel to New York and pretend to be the United Nations and figure out how it works to like advocate for a country as a whole. And as the way, like the way that the world is going right now, um, I'm actually excited about doing that. Um, I want to learn how I could better like assist in situations kind of like what we're in currently versus just like spewing my thoughts online. Um, you know, how could I actually get in and uh, say something that's impactful to the people who are in power? Uh, I think also fun um, that I'm working on uh that's like not in school (laughs) (laughs) which is important (laughs) outside of school um i don't know my partner and i have been dreaming up some some programs Uh, my partner is an abstract artist Mm -hmm. and we have been dreaming up an, an art program an array of arts program for the community so hopefully that gets uh funded and you know she's my favorite person to work with. Um, okay, so <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question because I got a lot of stuff going, but you know nothing really in concrete right now. Um, what I will say though is that the things that I've had in the past, um, like solidarityandco.com, you know, that'll still be there. It, it is election season, so I'll be advocating for people to go out and vote. Yes. Um, I have new products coming to the shop, mm-hmm. have more books to add to my book list. So, you know, those things kind of uh, rotate with me and stay with me throughout the seasons. Yeah. And that, that all counts. Like it's all, even if it's not concrete or tangible yet, I feel like that stage of just thinking about it and talking about it is like one of the most important stages. That's where it all begins. And that's where everything lights up and, and you start to dream about all the different possibilities, you know? Yes. And to say um, that you enjoy co-creating with your partner, I I love that (laughs) so much because it's like, I don't know how many people are like, Oh no, that's my favorite person to create with. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, we do some, our, our stuff separately, but like to see that joy, you know, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Leanna. I was just going to say her artwork is incredible. Like I follow her page too. And I just am like watching her process too and seeing how she shares her vision and insight with the world. Like you both are such an inspiration to me. 
Well, thank you for saying that. And we're clearly fans of yours as well. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, y'all. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, I feel really lucky and I feel like Ladera and I have a very spiritual connection. Um, we met online, believe it or not. So before we ever, you know, met, we already were felt connected to each other and it has lasted for over a decade. Um, and with that being said, we're both kind of creative. And so before I met her, like I was a sales rep and I was going through corporate America and I was going to, you know, climb the ladder. Uh, and then she really introduced me into to art and um, kind of okayed for me, like uh, being passionate about my art and creativity and just like getting back to that. She also like very much was like validating, like she's just like, if you want to do it, you can do it, you know? And so now uh, as we've grown up together and uh, as we like to say, made it out the mud together, you know, um, we're kind of enjoying life a little bit more and doing things together, whereas before we kind of worked very separately. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to nine to five and she was going to art school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, dang, I would love to go to art school. You yeah. know? Yeah. So uh, in that way, right, we kind of keep each other motivated and grounded. Um, yeah. Ladera is is very special to me because of our spiritual connection, not so much, um, you know, the other things. And I think that's what people don't often understand about like queer relationships is like my spirit, my soul is drawn to this person. It's not. Uh, and like, it's so intense that like society no longer matters. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got to go with Love this I got to go with my spirit, you know? Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Um, so we'll uh, move on to the next question. Um, so we love embracing everyday synchronicities and, and in spirit, we call them weird, not weird moments. Do you have a weird, not weird moment that you want to share with us, Mel? This is my favorite part of the podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> Okay, y'all, this is a I wish I was lying. Um, and so in the last couple of months, uh, I have been dreaming of studying abroad. Uh, and my chosen location was London. So uh, you may have seen, but I, I won a scholarship uh, mm -hmm. and one of the eligible things for this uh, scholarship to be applied to was study abroad trip. So I've been, you know, looking up London, what not to do in the UK to be weird, right? <laughs> and so I get in myth and culture class, y'all. And, um, you know, this is where we're talking about how the myths are same in this culture as this culture. Mm -hmm. yeah. In Mesopotamia as they are in Christianity, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, okay, yeah, I need to know this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just sitting there. We're learning about our next project. Uh, and I'm sitting next to this kid and the, the kid um, starts talking to me um, with a, a British accent. And I go, in my British accent, you have a great British accent. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, 
yeah, that's because I'm from the UK. Oh. <laughs> okay. But, uh, oh, I love that so much. <laughs> you were like, we're role playing. Yes, love it. <laughs> no. And I was like into it. He's like, yeah, no. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you really from there? And he's like, yeah, he sings me the like British national anthem. Oh, God yeah. save the king. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we just chatted. Uh, I asked him, what do I do to like be cool in London? And his best advice. <laughs> Number was, one question. <laughs> be yourself, right? Because like, I got to be cool, you know? Yeah. I don't want to seem like a tourist. Mm -hmm. um, and uh it just really freaked me out that like I've been doing all this work uh, so much so in silence, right? Uh, to try to make this happen because I didn't want to jinx it or um, share it too soon. Um, my grandma knows, but <laughs> oh, of course she knows. Yeah, the people. And uh, yeah, I end up sitting next to the guy literally from the UK. I told him about the university that I was going to. Uh, he says he's familiar with it and we'll be working together on a group project. Wow. So that was weird. Yeah. Not weird, you know? Yeah. That's alignment right there. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And I'm sorry, but it's just like, it's so crazy for me that like not a lot of community college students study abroad. Mm. Um, not a lot of people from where I'm from go abroad, right? Yeah. Um, and then it's pretty hard to go to European countries. A lot of people want to fund if you're going to some uh, like less commonly traveled country. But for me, it was really important to be safe. Um, as a black queer woman, this would be my first time studying abroad or going abroad. I will be alone. Um, and so safety was most important to me, but I also wanted to like see the architectural sites and all this culture that I've watched on TV. Um, and then I think it was also important for me to like gauge what I'll be able to do. Like I talked to you all about model UE. So it's like, mm -hmm. what is the likelihood of me working for two to three years in another country? And like, I can't really say, and I would be very afraid to like accept a position that requires me to commit to that without ever you know try it trying it so yeah, um right. that's my weird not weird story and i actually met the guy and now well we're on a team um, and then also we're not weird one one other level is that he went to do harry potter um because his last name is potter and his dad <sighs> His dad's name is the same name as Harry Potter's dad. What? <laughs> so, like, the most British character ever. Right. So. right. Yeah. Like, you basically met Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Reuben. Oh, my gosh. Reuben, yes. a.k.a. Harry. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wow. So you're just meant to be there. Like, that's what I'm yeah. gathering from this story. You are meant to be there. Yeah. And Lydia has to meet you there. And that's just how good. <laughs> I really hope so, Mirage. I really hope so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm like, I can't believe it's happening. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I wish I was lying. Yeah. But yeah. this happened and then that happened. And mm -hmm. 
It looks like your girl is going to London. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this kind of goes with the next question. Um, do you have any special events coming up or is that like, the specialist most special? <laughs> yeah, that is super special. Um, I mean, outside of that, because I mean, that that's like the culmination of my life's work, right? Yeah. Right. Um, maybe I'll get to a poetry show and meet people because London's like a big melting pot of people from all these other countries. Yeah. Um, I want to go and like see, uh, like learn the black history of London and like get all that in um, while I'm also studying. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. A little bit. Right. <laughs> um, outside of that, I think excited for the holidays i get to spend time with my family my sister is my older sister is on the west coast uh in california so i don't get to see her often um but she's like my role model uh for all the things honestly she's amazing um i'm the middle child so that kind of tells you like about my personality <laughs> um, and then my little sister lives in Raleigh, which isn't too far from Charlotte. So her and I see each other a lot more often, but they're literally my favorite people in the world. I don't know who I would be without them. Um, and then of course, grandma's gonna cook the little Thanksgiving or the the, the Christmas meal. We do secret Santa. Um, so I don't have to buy each one of them a gift, which is good, but we'll probably, um, I don't know if Beyonce's perfume will be in the budget, oh. you know, but mm -hmm. let's see if that happens. Maybe so movie tickets, though. What did you say? The movie tickets in the budget, though, maybe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm planning for that. <laughs> so that's kind of the, the events that I'm looking forward to is the end of the semester, holidays with my family, uh, New Year uh, with in London, and then in the spring of next year, we'll be graduating and moving on to the next stage. Wow. Dang. That's so exciting. With That's all so of that exciting. stuff happening and going on, how do you find time for you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is your self-care routine or do you have any rituals that you di perform daily that just keep you like, keep you you? Absolutely. Um, it's a big part of how I keep everything together is being mindful and taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. I think first, and my, my first love is music. And so mm -hmm. when I'm listening to and what I'm listening to, excuse me, really helps me to uh, center myself, calm myself. Mm -hmm. um, and it may not be what you think, you know, like I listen to jazz or I'll listen to sulfidio frequencies. Say oh. that 10 times fast. Um, <laughs> I will listen to, you know, gospel music or I'll listen to electronica, things that really don't have any lyrics to them mm -hmm. um, or things that have uplifting lyrics, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, I start my day with like a coffee, like I like a slow morning mm -hmm. um, where I can just have time to myself when the world is kind of quiet, when the sun is rising, um, my partner may still be asleep. And sometimes I use that time to sit with myself or I'll call and connect with someone. As I told y'all, uh, the recurring theme here is that my grandma really inspires me. Yeah. So I'll talk to grandma or one of my good friends and like, 
just expel whatever like um i don't want to take into the day whatever i'm feeling um i try to leave that in the morning and then go out into life um at night the the ritual too is kind of to uh quiet down to turn my phone off at least for an hour or two where i am just there um uh, present for my partner um present for myself like not doing any work mm -hmm. not talking to anybody you know just having a moment and a lot of times i i will fill that in with reading um for me reading is a really good escape and now you can do it on your phone um don't live too far from the library so like i have books on deck um and that's kind of my my time where like i don't have to be me and i would just suggest that to anyone like reading is such a uh, for me like a detaching moment mm. where i'm just like my thoughts and i don't have to be myself you know mm. um it's nothing wrong with myself but it's like sometimes you just get out of uh this frame of mind where you know you're you and you're in this environment um and then i think i've learned meditation i've learned to like move my body i've learned to like just take a walk um because i mean i'm human and there are times where like i get frustrated with an assignment or with another human being, um, or with Charlotte traffic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so those are the times where, like, I like try to remember those practices and double double down on them. So mm -hmm. the music might be a little bit louder, or the session for myself, um, where I usually like read a book, may just be a nap today. Um, and so, like, I'm very flexible with those practices, but. Um, I think Liana knows she, we've been uh, social media friends for a long time. Mm -hmm. One thing that does not change is my coffee routine. <laughs> and so I am going to have a coffee and the world will wait. Yes. <laughs> wait, that's like a t-shirt. That's a yeah. new <laughs> product for your shop. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I will have a coffee. I will wait. And that reminds me of like a five minute meditation, you know, yeah. it's just like, this is my time where I'm doing the thing that I remember how to do. It's easy to do. And it's just for me to have a moment of goodness. Yeah. 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 I love, mm. it. love it so much. So to finish our um, conversation today, would you mind reading one of your poems for us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love sharing poetry. Um, because it's like you guys get to see what happens in those little moments where mm -hmm. I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. And it's usually then. Um, and I was at my mom's. I found some a notebook and my sister is like, I didn't even know you were capable of writing that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a lot deeper than you think. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is called Black Soft. And so... I wrote this poem specifically for this event, mm -hmm. but I want you all to uh, feel free to insert whatever identifier works for you. Um, and then if you guys would like to share this afterwards, it serves as a fill in the blank. So mm -hmm. I will read it in the way that is relevant to me. And then anyone else could fill in the blank with things that are relevant to them. I love that. Yeah. Black, soft.
these things go together. Black, soft, black, sweet, black, glow, black, slow, black, aloof, black and proof, black and love, black and tough, back, black and truth, black and melancholy, black and gay, black and sachet, black and poly, black and steel, black art, black smart, black chill, black will, black and yoga, black and breath, black and breathtaking. These things go together, make them hashtag weird, not weird. Let the breath fill your belly, embracing as you inhale. I am loved. Hold on to these things as you exhale. I deserve compassion. Until you expel all of your doubts, these things go together like spring and summer, like autumn and fall. As you wander into your forever, remember these things go together. Black, soft. Thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to share that with our community. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I want to get, I'll give it to you with the, the inserts, yeah. but there's like affirmations that you can change. Um, I deserve compassion or I am loved. Um, and then it could be black and soft. It could be, you know, Indian and soft. It could be uh, like non-binary and soft, whatever is the, uh, identity that you need to reaffirm, I would say insert that into the poem. Oh, that's beautiful. Love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Conversation. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was, I mean, I feel one, very, very grateful um, to have had this conversation with you, but two, really lucky that you wrote this just for us. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I have never had someone write a poem for me and now I feel like it was just for me. Only <laughs> for the in-spirit community. Yes. You know, hit me up if, if you don't know how to get in touch with them and, and I'll get you to the girls. Thank you. We love it. We love it. And we'll share um, all your info with everybody so they can follow you on your journey to London and to yes. what's next and to all that you're learning and studying and, and creating. And Mo, before we pop off, could you just share your website and your Instagram um, aloud so that we can, we'll write it down, but just mm -hmm. so people know. So you all can go to my website, which is solidarityandco.com. Um, that's, you know, Solidarity and Company, but I've shortened it to Co. Uh, those are also my social media handles. So at Solidarity and Co. And then you'll see me uh, probably waving or looking off or something weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything has been condensed into those platforms uh, on socials and SolidarityandCo.com is my homepage. Amazing. Yay.
Thank it. you. Thank you, Mo. It's such an honor to talk with you. And I think this is the longest conversation we've had. I know we're connected <laughs> on socials, so it's nice to like be in touch, even though we've never actually met in person. It's like, I love the power of technology that you can connect with people that you don't even live in the same state with. <laughs> yeah, I'm so grateful for you. And I, it honestly has felt aligned just knowing you and staying connected to you. Hey. So. I'm so grateful, Mirage. Thank you for helping make this a positive experience. Yeah. And I hope you too enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, yeah. You Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And we yeah. will see you soon. All right. See y'all soon. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. You've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for tuning in to these real life, unedited conversations. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. If you did, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with others who might also be interested. In Spirit isn't just a podcast. We're a virtual yoga community for the seekers. Join us for seven days free to enhance the well-being of your world. Subscribe to our podcast to never miss an episode, and we'll be with you in spirit.